0: Tonight, on a very special Listen, Watch, Discuss, I review the MTV adult cartoon Clone High, as well as discuss how I discovered it, its resurgence in popularity recently, and the show's upcoming reboot. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Brent Aiken, and uh, yeah, tonight I'll be reviewing my first ever series, the short-lived adult cartoon Clone High. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Clone High aired on MTV in the early two thousands, from November second, two thousand two to April thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. It only lasted one season. Um. Yeah, this is uh. This caught me by surprise. This is um. Uh, I I never real I hadn't heard anything about it until, like a week or two ago, when um. I mean, okay, I guess I should start off by saying the first image, I saw a few images of the show on uh, WatchMojo.com's, on some of their videos, like, that was a thumbnail on one of their uh, videos titled, like, Top 10 Shows, you know, Top 10 Cancelled Shows That Need to Come Back, and I had never, I mean, you know, I didn't watch the video, but I had seen that thumbnail, and I'm like, what's that show? But I I just... (laughs) I guess I was just being lazy. and I, I didn't watch the video, so I never knew that that was, you know, from Clone High. I didn't know anything about the show. And then a couple weeks ago, in these last few weeks, I've been seeing these memes um, and clips posted from Clone High featuring uh, JFK, uh, <laughs> which I'll get into why he's in the show in a minute. Um, I'll explain the plot. But uh, but there there's these posts... I've been seeing about him, you know, about his character, and just clips and different memes. Like, the uh, the one, the one, I think the first one I saw was, uh, it was like, the caption read, when your GPA is a 1.7 and you're trying to get the army recruit guy to, uh, you know, to accept you, and then the clip was JFK saying, oh, I like your funny words, magic man. Like that. <laughs> like, and, but, um... And I was like, what is this show? Like, why is JFK in the cartoon? What is this? You know, I, did, I had no idea what this was about. I I was like, I guess this is a sh- from a cartoon. I don't know how long ago. I don't know when this aired or how long it lasted, but I have to see where this is from. And, uh, and it was uh, from this show called Clone High. And basically, if you don't know what the show's about, it's uh, about the clones, the teenage clones of famous historical figures going to high school and basically dealing with high school drama and problems, um in only the way that teenage versions of famous historical figures could deal with them. <laughs> and uh it's it's basically like a parody of teenage dramas, you know, similar like like Dawson's Creek and Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh Um, and, uh, yeah, this show, I, I started it last night, um, and I finished all of it, uh, today. Like, I watched half of it yesterday, and then the other half today, and I gotta tell you, this show's really good. (laughs) It caught me off guard with how good it was. Um, although I guess I shouldn't have been as caught off guard as I was, because, one of the first things I noticed about the show was that it was um, created by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and also Bill Lawrence. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are the uh, they were the producers and writers on Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. They directed the uh, both twenty one and twenty two Jump Street, uh, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, and the Lego Movie. And so they've got like a, you know, they had they have quite a reputation built up, and but when I found that out, I'm like, oh, this show's gonna be good because that's the first th- that's like one of the first things I saw in the intro was was uh, created by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and I'm like, oh yeah, this show's gonna be great, and within the first four minutes, I was just laughing hysterically like this show is really funny, and it's got their traditional sense of humor, where or it's got, it's got like kind of a staple of their uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller's humor where it's just the timing is like so almost perfect each and every time. And there's just so many jokes that like even if one joke or, you know, even if one joke doesn't make you laugh, there's like another one coming just like that. Like just right, one right after the other, just joke after joke. And um, and some of them catch you off guard and some of them you you see coming, but then they kind of do a, a twist on the joke and, and you're, you're left thinking like, oh, wait, okay, that's different than how, you know, this joke usually plays out. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's really funny and it's a really creative premise too. Um, but the main, the main characters of the show are the teenage ver- uh versions or the teenage clones of Abe Lincoln, Joan of Arc, Gandhi, Cleopatra and JFK. And uh and they and it's clever how they do this. They they take tropes and characteristics of uh teenagers in teen dramas and also aspects of the historical figures that uh they they are or that they're clones of and combine them. And that that also makes for some very hilarious uh you know, situations and humor in the show. Like, uh, for example, Joan of Arc is, um, is, like, she, she's the strong, tough goth girl, and in, um, in history, like, the actual Joan of Arc, she was, um, born around the time of the gothic, uh, was it revolution? Uh, Not the gothic revolution, but she was born... Well, okay, okay. Um, she was born sometime around that era. And, you know, and she's a, and she's like a strong... Like, she's the strong, tough goth girl of the group. And uh, there was kind of a gothic phase going on around the time that she was alive. And she was a strong female figure. So that kind of... Both of those kind of... You'd think they'd clash, but they actually complement each other well. Like, uh, her character. And, uh... Uh, And JFK, he's the stereotypical jerk jock, uh, but he ends up kind of becoming nicer and more in touch with his feelings and more selfless uh, as the show goes on. Um, Cleopatra is the spoiled, popular rich girl. Uh, Abe Lincoln is the friend of Joan of Arc, and she's got this big crush on him, but he's in love with Cleopatra, who's dating JFK. You know, they break up and they they get together. You know, it's just, it's a whole love triangle, love rectangle, square, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> that goes on throughout the season. And Gandhi's like the, he's kind of the uh, conceited jerk with a heart of gold. And he's like the best friend of Abe. And, um, oh, and also I forgot to mention, uh, there's this uh, subplot. Um, well, yeah, okay. As Like I said, it's um, the school is a... Secret government his, uh, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, the school is a secret um, military experiment orchestrated by the government. This office called the Secret Board of Shadowy Figures, and they have and the principal of the high school is a scientist that works for them. Uh, Cinnamon J. Scudworth, and he has like this little robot butler named Mister Butlertron. <laughs> <laughs> who calls everyone Wes Wesley Wesley for no reason. Uh just other than just it's random and funny. And um but he he's working for them and they have their own plans to um turn the like uh raise the clones um you know and use their strengths and abilities uh to you know like kind of join the military, like like have them part like have of uh, their very own clone army of historical figure famous historical figures uh figured clones you know and uh but Scudworth has his own plans he has like this um he wants to take the clones and put them in an amusement park slash human zoo named clony Island which that that's just a genius pun i I cracked up when I saw that for the first time he had like this little diorama uh, of, of a, a roller coaster amusement park, zoo, uh, you know, human zoo. And, uh, it just, there's this big banner above it that says Colony Island. And the general or the head of the secret board was like, Scudsworth, what are you doing? And then Scudworth was like, oh, nothing. I, I'm not doing anything. And then like, he's, he was so obvious with his, his own evil plan that, you know, like, the the general didn't even have any he he's just like okay i've got nothing i just he's obviously planning something but he's he's in a way he's too dense to realize that i know that he has a plan i'm just going to i'm just going to ignore him i'll get to him later you know <laughs> but um so so that all that in and of itself you know was introduced like first 5 maybe 10 minutes of the episode maybe like 4 or 5 minutes of the, of the first episode and that just it was just it's such a unique show um with like just it's just has hilarious humor it's really fast paced um and and also what struck me was the uh animation style like uh there it's there're uh it's basically there's a lot of straight and bold lines and the backgrounds sometimes they're often not really Fully detailed. Like, you know, sometimes if they're walking by house houses, it'll just be like standard rectangle shape and maybe like a few bushes and like everything in the background will be the same color. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's all colored and, you know, fully detailed. But like, you know, if if there's like a crowd shot, you know, you'll just see like, you know, like little round bubbles that are supposed to be the heads and then like the background will be like all one color and it's i don't know it's just it's an interesting uh art style it kind of it kind of reminds me like the way the characters are drawn and everything it reminds me of um and i w- i haven't really watched that much of either show but i mean i I've, I've seen enough clips of both of them to be aware of you know what they look like but the show's art style reminds me of uh Dexter's Lab and the Powerpuff Girls and i'm fully convinced that Uh, The art style for Clone High Influenced the art style for Total Drama Island And it's, you know, subsequent seasons Because it looks That's that's actually the first show That came to mind when I started watching the show I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Total Drama Island Not only because it was about a bunch of teenagers Going through teenage problems But also because of the way they looked The way they were designed And also because Joan of Arc Bears a striking resemblance to Gwen from Total Drama Island, I mean, she is. She has like different colored hair, but she's a goth. She's a goth. She's kind of in love with this guy who, you know, is in love with with another girl, and you know she struggles with that. And she's like strong and tough. She tries not to show her feelings, and I think it's the same voice actress. I'm gonna have to look it up, but the if it's not it, she sounds in like almost identical to Gwen's voice actress from uh, TDI. And, uh, (laughs) that's just, I was like, is that her? And I'll have to look it up later, but it just, I was like, wow, that sounds almost exactly like her. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, so not only is the show funny and well animated, um, and, you know, it has great character designs, but, and it's, it's so unique, but it's also, um, it's also really, in a way, the humor can also be self-aware. Um, and I love this, too, because every uh, every episode starts off with... Um, uh, okay, well, Will Forte voices Abraham Lincoln, and he's also the narrator. He recaps and ends the episodes with, Tonight, on a very special clone high. And then he, like, goes you know and then and then, or if he's recapping it he goes you know this is what happened on last week's episode and they like just make jokes and a lot of a lot of the humor not only comes from um from the you know the te- the teenage uh, clichés you know like the te- the teenage character tropes and the characteristics of teenage characters and the um and the uh, historic and the jokes about the historical figures but the, a lot of the humor also comes from the cliches that you would find in a team drama like, you know, like Dawson's Creek or Beverly Hills, 90210. And, um, and it's just funny that, um, like, okay. An example, uh, is there's a scene in one of the episodes where Joan is, um, is like sitting on a dock, like just looking out at the sunset and Abe's sitting on the dock on a dock too. And it looks like they're both, it's like both different, Docks, and they're like each at a different area, but like the the camera zooms out and there's like this sad music playing too. it's really funny, but there's this uh the camera zooms out, and it shows there's like two identical docks, like two j- just like side by side, and they're both <laughs> sitting on the edge, and it's like what <laughs> you know so and and some of the, and the humor can be random too um but it's it's really funny like uh There's an episode that's a PSA about the dangers of smoking raisins, but it's also a rock opera featuring Jack Black. (laughs) And uh, there's the non-denominational holiday episode, which is basically, it's like, oh, well, we can't have Christmas or Hanukkah or any of the other holidays because it's too offensive, so we'll just have uh, Snowflake Day. And Snowflake Jake, this pirate with a candy cane for a hook, who's also a monkey, is the mascot, and, uh, it's just, it's, the plots for each episode are so creative, too, because they weave in, like, the stereotypical teen drama, uh, you know, aspects of it, like, you know, like I mentioned, the love triangle, or love quadrangle, if you want to call it, um, and the, the archetypes you'd see in, in, uh, teen drama shows, they weave that, and, like, these really interesting plots for a cartoon, together like almost flawlessly and it's just just really interesting to see it all play out and it's and i also like how um you know it's there is continuity because you know even though it is a cartoon you know most a lot of people who aren't into animated shows who aren't into cartoons tend to think of them as episodic you know which they're just like oh they don't um Car nothing that happens in one episode carries over from the next or to the next. You know, you you can just watch any of them out of order, and get the same thing out of it that you would if you watched one. You know, if if you, you know, it doesn't matter which episode you watch. You know, you'll just get the same amount of enjoyment or same jokes or, and you know they'd still be good. But it's like you don't. Ha- there's no story to follow. You know, there's no character. The characters don't change or grow. They mostly just stay the same. They might learn a life lesson. Here or there, but that's it, doesn't really change who they are or what happens in the story. But, um, but there are a lot of cartoons nowadays that actually do have an ongoing story and, you know, and actually do follow through with character arcs and, you know, changes within the show, the structure of the show, like, uh, Bojack Horseman, um, Adventure Time, even regular show, which for the most part, you know, other than like, some romances happening here and there. Most of it was just, uh, you know, one off episodes that is like, Oh, okay. Well you kind of get the setup. It's like something normal. It starts off normal. Mordecai and Rigby are bored. Benson yells at them. They, they do their job, something weird and totally out of left field happens. (laughs) Something so surreal happens. And then the episode ends with Benson yelling at them to clean up, clean everything up or they're fired. And then, you know, End of episode, you know, cut cut to credits uh, But like towards the end of the show They actually had this really interesting and Like the final season and the uh, Second half of season 7 They had this interesting arc where They were sent into space And we found out, spoilers for this show by the way But we found out that Pops was an alien Who had an twi- evil twin brother Who wanted to destroy the universe And it's like, that's so out of left field And so creative that I, I can't help but like Just be in awe of like the Sheer genius of it like it's like I would never have expected That's how regular shows Last season and Half of season 7 would have ended Um and the finale for that show was great By the way but um But yeah there is continuity in Clone High and uh And and, every, and things that happen from One episode to the next do carry over Um With, with each passing episode And um and it's cool to see that play out because you don't really know what's at stake. You don't really know I mean you don't you don't really know much about this secret society of shadowy figures or the the secret um what were they called? The secret board of shadowy figures, my bad. You don't really know much about them or Scudworth, just all you know is what you know, kinda what the you kinda get hints here and there, but most of what you know is from the intro, where they, they say way way back in the 1980s secret government um you know uh employees dug up uh famous dudes and ladies or famous guys and ladies and made amusing genetic copies and um and by the way another aspect of the show I'd like to point out that's really freaking good is the theme song the intro is perhaps one of the best intros to any show animated or otherwise that I've heard and or seen in quite some time. That's, it's so catchy, and it's it's like over a minute long, but it's it's just it's really catchy. It's like a rock and roll kind of grunge alternate rock, uh, type song, uh, and it was it's from the band Abandoned Pools, which I've never heard of them. But from listening to their intro to the intro to that song or um, the intro to the show, hearing them play that song, I was like. I kind of want to hear them now, because they have a a cool sound. It kind of remind me of Nirvana, where they were kind of like a rock grunge band, but they sound a little bit more upbeat than Nirvana (laughs) typically does. But, um... Oh, yeah, and, um... But, yeah, so the show was great, uh, but unfortunately, it only lasted one season, like I said, from 2002 to 2003. Uh, And the reason why is because... uh, (laughs) lots of people in india were offended by the portrayal of gandhi and um and if you don't know why it's i guess the way i see it is the reason why they were offended is because of um i guess just the way he acted kind of like how he kind of acted like a jerk with a heart of gold but and and as a result they um it prompted hundreds of 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 people from india they mount to mount a hunger strike and response and it was kind of strange to think about that because you know it's just I'm just surprised that uh you know out of everything to criticize about the show or like you know it, that they took uh Gandhi you know that they thought that that that, that was the one um character to um chastise or you know, to to you know, get mad at. And it was strange because, um I mean like, yes, Gandhi wasn't I mean, in the show he he can act like a jerk, but in and in real life he was like a really peaceful person who, you know, believed in nonviolence and, you know, would go on hunger strikes to you know, and and as a peace, as a peaceful protest, you know, as a as a way to kinda make amends with people and show how serious and dedicated he was. But there are aspects of Gandhi in the show that uh reflect his um, you know, character that reflect his real life, um that reflect the real life that reflects him in real life. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't talk for a second. Um but yeah, mainly one I mean, one, not just the design. I mean, because he, he was kind of short and he had a goatee and an earring and glasses. But he also he he is nice in the show. He can be nice. He, like I said, he does have a heart of gold and he um and he is um he cares for all life. Like there's this one episode where they'd steal their rival high school team's mascot. And It turns out it's like a living thing. it's not some dude in a costume. There's <laughs> this like really it's not like that gory, but it's 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 kind of gory in a way where they unzip the costume and his guts spill out, and uh, him and Genghis Khan are like, Oh my God, oh, that's so disgusting and um but you know he he befriends the creature uh and he's like and you know and i and I feel like that was kind of a nice way to pay tribute to Gandhi too because Gandhi did. Care for all life, you know all th- living things um i mean he didn't even he didn't eat cows, you know so like that that and and the creature was just like a random like it didn't even have a name it was just i mean it had a name, but it didn't have a species name, it was just some random fluffy purple thing with weird legs and like springs with eyes attached to them, you know, but you know he grew attached to him he became he befriended him so. Anyway, my point is I feel like, um, you know, the Indians, they reacted way too harshly to the portrayal of Gandhi because it wasn't just him. It was also every other historical figure was like kind of parodied and satired along with, you know, um, you know, teenagers in teen dramas. Um, but yeah, because of that, yeah, they like I said, they went on a hunger strike. Because they were angered with his portrayal in the show, and that um, caused MTV to pull the show from their channel, and also because it was it wasn't really the best received. It didn't. It kind of had low ratings. Um, but yeah, but over the years, it's attracted. I mean, it's a, it's a you know received critical acclaim, and it's it has a cult following now. Like there's a lot of people that you know still love and watch the show from when it aired. And, you know, and, like, over the years, there have been more and more people watching it. And uh, the, the entire series is up on YouTube, which is where I watched it. It was, like, uploaded in, like, July. And there's still people, like, I, I, I'm i reading comments from, like, a week ago and, like, like four hours ago. People just getting into the show like I did. like Like, you know, like I said, I just watched it yesterday. Or I just started yesterday and just finished it today. But there's people... Uh, just now getting into the show, and like me, and they're like, Wow, this is a really good, cool show! And, um, and the way that it ended, it ended on this like cliffhanger, like, Oh my god, what's gonna happen next? And it's funny because it ended with to be continued dot 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 question mark, or and then and then an exclamation point at the end. And I can only imagine the frustration from everyone who loved the show when it got canceled and, like, having to wait, like, 18, 19 years or 20. Let's see. It ended in 2003. Um, I think the reboot's coming out next year. So, yeah, 18 years. They had to wait 18 years for it to come back. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, the reboot uh, was announced July 5th. I believe it was, like, early July, July 5th um of this year uh and you know especially considering the considering the way it ended considering it just ended on a massive cliffhanger um I'm glad that it's getting a reboot although I've heard it's more of a reimagining than a reboot but if it is a reboot I mean I kind of hope that they um I mean you know with a reboot it's like they kind of will reboot everything from the show, you know, so nothing that happened in the end of the show would carry over from the beginning. You know, I mean, it would, ju- it would basically just start over. But I hope that um, in the upcoming reboot, they actually uh, continue right where it left off. Because, like I said, it did end off on an interesting way. And there were, like, so many different, you know, plot holes that kind of needed to be addressed and just... It was so like, ah, man, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's just, I I hope, I'm sure, I mean, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are back for the show, and Bill Lawrence is too, so I have no doubt that, um, it's going to be just as good as the original, or the first season, um, and I can't wait to watch it. Uh, thank you for joining me on tonight's episode, and, uh yeah, this was a really good show, and I recommend it to everyone, um, it's, the whole, like I said, the whole series is up on YouTube, so go watch it, I think you'll really enjoy it, and, um, yeah, can't wait for the reboot, and uh, I hope you guys liked this, tonight's episode, and I will see you next Friday, good night.